Welcome to Marriott Bonvoy Travelers Behind the Design podcast, where we reveal the creative decisions involved in developing some of Marriott's most interesting endeavors. I'm your host, Stephanie Woodson. While at the Music Summit at W. Austin, I spoke with Pablo Henderson, Maurice Bernstein, and Megan Housel to talk about the launch of W Hotel's hottest new initiative, W Records. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. I'll be your host for Marriott Travelers Behind the Design podcast. So this is our podcast series in which we kind of go behind the scenes a little bit and talk uh, about the design and the inspiration behind Marriott's, um, how we design our hotels, as well as some other interesting endeavors, um, one of which we'll be talking about today, specifically um, W's launch of um, you know, their latest initi- initiative for W Records. So before we begin, I want to introduce our, our wonderful panelists, um, uh, Megan, Maurice, and Pablo. Pablo is our Senior Global Director of Brand Marketing for W Hotels Worldwide. And since coming on board about three years ago, he's expanded the brand's outreach into music, fitness, and the substance behind the sparkle, if you will. So uh, thank you, Pablo, for joining us today. Thank I know you. you'll have a lot of great insight. Um, and Maurice is the founder and CEO of Giant Step, as we all got some great background on his last presentation. Um, it started as an influential underground club in New York and evolved into a prominent record label and music marketing company, launching artists like Amy Winehouse and Daft Punk. Um, and today it's an award-winning agency that's worked with brands like Samsung, Absolute, and Old Navy. And Megan is the founder of the PR relations firm Grandstand, which worked with artists such as Robin, The National, and Tame Impala, and other music festivals such as Outside Lands and the Newport Muse, uh, Folk Festival. So thank you, everybody. Um, so as we get into it, I thought we would kind of start where it, where it all began um, with uh, W Hotels, you know, establishing sound suites. Um, where artists can record their own music in the hotels um, and then moved on to the Wake Up Call Music Festival. So talk to me a little bit, Pablo, about, um, you know, how the, the um, you know, starting a label would be a natural next step in this. Yeah, I mean, the, the label is really an extension of a 20-plus year uh, commitment to music from, you know, W Hotel's early days when DJs were playing in our living rooms and music was at the center of the social component of what W was doing. Uh, over that period of time, we realized that, you know, this is really part of our DNA. It's at the core of who we are. And after establishing the credibility in the space, we looked back and thought, well, we're actually quite well positioned to do this now. I think had it been 10 years ago, um, or even five years ago, the landscape would have been a little bit different. Uh, but it just seemed like a very natural extension. And what really made music, you know, such um, that natural, you know, step to, to be such a core pillar for W? So it's always been one of the passion points of the brand. But I think, you know, especially since W is such a global brand, it's always served to provide that connectivity and the soundtrack behind not only everyone's stay, but so many of the events that we do, uh, the parties that we host. Uh, when you think about music as part of your, mu- your journey, it's at every touch point. And so it's natural for a, a, a brand like W to have music 
part of the environment that we create, but it was also a great way for us to always introduce our guests to what was new and next. And that new and next element has been important, whether it's in music or in fashion or design. That's great. And so the three of you have, you know, years of experience in music. And so what have you learned from working together to, um, to launch W Records? Who wants to take this? Yeah. <laughs> you guys go ahead. Uh, <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think the thing that's been so positive about working with Pablo and Morris is just the incredibly pure intention with Debbie Records. I think, you know, finding artists and being able to offer them this platform, the, like, as, as uh, Pablo said earlier, sort of the punching power of, of Marriott, but also um, just, you know, W's uh, network and, and sort of their respect as a brand and their place in music to these up-and-coming artists has been really powerful. And I think adding uh, the charitable component as well has been um, a massive factor. So I think, you know, it's been great working with these guys who've had years uh, of experience in marketing because when you try to pull off something like this uh, and you apply that experience, it, it's really been sort of a flawless execution. So I really enjoyed learning a lot on the marketing end and the brand end from you two. I mean, from, from working together, one of the things that I've come to realize is that it's very hard to be uh, an expert in all subject matters. And there are, there's an area of expertise that's required to make this project successful. And I think everybody that touches this project brings something unique and special and value to the project. Uh, and um, on my end, as a marketing leader, it's important to also relinquish some of that power sometimes so that you can trust in the people that have been down that road before or have seen it before. Um, it doesn't mean that you relinquish creative control or uh, decision making, uh, but being very receptive to uh, collaboration and partnership in, in, in a true way, not just saying it, mm -hmm. but actually executing on that. I think for me, um, uh, the team, and the team is much bigger than the three people who are sitting here, but no one uh, has brought a ego to the table. Everyone has been working in a very collaborative way um, with a shared vision of what we're trying to do. Uh, and I think it's important, if you're going to do something as bold as W Records or a brand do something as bold as this, that you have to be... Um, willing to take chances and risks. Because if you're just going to just do a very cookie-cutter version of this, it, it would definitely fail. Uh, so I think kudos to, uh, to the W team for really willing to take a chance and put themselves out on a limb. And that really has set the tone for the sort of the outside team to really come in and and, and push to make this thing work and, and work as a unit. And I, I think it's been a, a pretty smooth experience uh, with the outside entities and the internal ed entities are working together. And I think we're only going to get better um, over the year because it's been a very quick process to date. It certainly seems like it. And so you mentioned a lot about team. Can you talk a little bit more about the infrastructure and, and really what makes up this, this label and, and how you're, you, you do work together on this? 
I mean, it's a, it, it starts off by putting the artist at the center of everything that we're doing, because as, you, as those that have seen or heard the music, um, it's about uh, allowing their creative strength to, to, to come to the surface and be what we highlight. Um, but behind all of that, it's uh, making sure that from a PR and communications perspective, we've got all-star cast put together. From a distribution perspective, we're looking at every different opportunity uh, so that we can do the art justice and make sure that it's seen by as many people as possible. It's having a long-term vision for the project. So from a brand team, making sure that we're not going necessarily rogue, but including the, in all the stakeholders within, within the company. It's making sure that uh, the labels that we work with uh, um, and collaborate on this when we're not working with artists that are completely independent. Uh, we're showing them the respect and the courtesy of keeping them informed on a, on a regular basis. But most importantly, it's about uh, trying to do something where the, where the stakeholders all have the same mandate. And I think that that's really interesting that the team that we put together because many people have had to touch this, right? You've got the person that's handling the vinyl creation. Uh, you've got the person that's helping execute an event. You've got the sound for one of the um, performances. That all of those stakeholders that are part of the broader team understand that we're trying to put a level of quality first and a level of curation at, at the forefront of it all. I, I think um, the important thing in the setting up of this entity was that we would be able to attract quality artists to the label. Um, it's not just, oh, I'm going to work with a brand, they're going to pay me a lot of money, or I'm going to get free hotel rooms. Um, it really, it had to start off as what, as an artist, would I be getting out of this? How would that be helping me uh, as, as an artist? Um, so uh, something that was mentioned in the presentation the spirit of the label has to be one of what an independent record label is. And that's why the team that was put together uh, from outside W were all people who had experience working with artists in a very uh, tactile way. People who artists respect, like Megan and her team, uh, and Cosign, uh, and that would help attract quality artists and see the value. Um, somebody like a perfume genius who uh, is not a new artist, he's sort of like, you know, he's on, on, I feel very much on the verge. He doesn't work with brands. That's something he's very brand adverse. And his manager said, when I first approached him, he said, no way. And then he came back and goes, he wants to work with you guys. And, I think it was because we had certain elements in place that attracted him to what it was. So um, that, that is crucial. It's that feeling uh, of us being a, um, an entity that would be attractive for an artist to work with where they feel that they could actually get something out of it more than just a check. I think Perfume Genius is great. I, I, I love his sound, very unique. And But now he was the second artist that um, you, know, you launched with, I guess. But first, you, know, came, you, you worked with Amber Mark. And so what made her the ideal artist to really launch with? 
I mean, uh, first and foremost, there was the uh, UMG relationship, and we knew that when we launched this project, the first artist was going to be a universal artist, and that they were going to be the type of collaborators that were going to give us the opportunity to work with someone that you know we couldn't have any risk of failure on the first actual thing that we did, and, I, um, and the trust that we had in that relationship between W Hotels, Marriott, and Universal was essential. Secondly, she checked all the boxes for the W alignment of sound, look, feel, global traveler, a good person, you know, like it just, she, she just had the package uh, that we were looking for. Um, and she saw the value in what we were trying to bring to the table. As Morris said, you know, this was not just another brand coming to the table wanting her to do some form of an endorsement. It was us genuinely trying to take her career that was already on, on an upward trajectory and put an accelerant on it, take it to the next level, and basically divert resources that we had that would have been applied to one project and use them to support her fledgling career. Um, and, and the other criteria, and one that's been an essential part of everything that we've done with W Records, is that you had to be a musician. You know, we wanted to work with people that were artists that, you know, could go in the studio, could, could, could make things happen. Um, and uh, she is so incredibly talented, uh, self-produced. Uh, she writes most of her own music. Um, you, you know, you, when you look at the content, you can see uh, that creative process. And f for her to let us be part of that process uh, um, was, was a major component of why we made that decision. And I love the, um, the charitable component, too, and that, that Amber brings. And Megan, you, you spoke a little bit about that. Um, and I do think that that's a unique component to, um, to the artists that are with the label so far. How, can you talk to me a bit more about how those charities are chosen and, is sort of, and how that came to be? Sure. I mean, I think, you know, I think first and foremost, it lends an authenticity and, and it does make artists, I think, feel more comfortable about working with, uh, you know, with a brand. I think it alleviates sort of some of the initial reaction um, that artists can have when they first enter into a relationship with a brand. But I think in, in both of these cases, the artists chose uh, organizations that were incredibly close to their heart. The Rose Ambers organization was an early breast cancer detection organization, and of course her mother passed from breast cancer. And for Mike, uh, Perfume Genius, who chose immigration equality, it's an LGBTQ rights for immigrants. Um, uh, organization. So again, something that is, you know, close to his heart as a member of the community. Um, and I think, you know, I think those were important elements for both. And of course, Marriott and W, I think, had a long-standing relationship with immigration equality. So that, that worked out great. But I think that's what you find in the program throughout is this opportunity for authenticity that a lot of other artist brand relationships don't have. They are going into a W hotel and they're making their art there. They have a tangible, you know, sort of functional relationship with the brand. Um, and I think the charitable element is just a continuation of that. And if you don't mind just going back to oh, sure. why we picked, we picked Amber. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
we looked at the first artist is the hardest because if you don't get off on the right track, you're done. We had no proof of concept. We just had an idea. And that is not an easy thing to do, especially as there was no template for this. We were talking in a very sort of like lofty terms without really trying it out. We had nothing to show for it. Um, we'd been tracking Amber, and originally when we looked at her, we all loved her, but we thought, well, maybe we'll do her further down. You know, she's still a little bit developing. And very quickly, we saw that this artist was moving in a direction very fast, and uh, we jumped on board. But we also needed, in a way, to have an artist who was still quite new to, to really see that opportunity so they would take that chance with us. Um, so now, once we have Amber Mark and we have Perfume Genius uh, and all the great content and the, uh, the results to show, it's a lot easier now to have those conversations with artists. Uh, so I say great kudos to, to Amber, uh, Universal for believing in us, and Amber's management for really taking a chance, you know. And so what would you say is the overall vision of the label? Is it to have artists come in and just do one or two singles? Do you want them to be able to record a whole album and really evolve their career with your label? I mean, we split the project up into several stages, and we've been in, in stage one, phase one, with a very clear-cut plan that involved recording an original piece of music that was theirs and a cover, um, doing two singles, all of that working with four artists and all of that coming together neatly uh, into a box set with a bow on it. Uh, and that is how you describe phase one in a nutshell. Um, we wanted to be laser focused on that plan so that we could execute towards it and then open up, basically build the platform so that the sky was the limit for, for phase two. As we started to look at the success of phase one and turn our attention to the next phase, we realized that we were kind of carving out a, an opportunity to be even more ambitious than we originally felt, but that was also a bit of a danger. You know, do we expand the project too rapidly and fall, and, uh, and fall victim to uh, too rapid of a pace? Uh, I think that the next phase is going to be instrumental uh, in us setting up the ability to not only have a long-term approach to this project, uh, but not chipping away at any of the credibility that we've already established. Uh, I think that the media especially is looking at this project quite closely. And so far, I can speak to the four first artists. It, the standard and the quality of the work that we've put out is, is setting us up in the right way. But we have to be careful not to try to move so quickly or to be seeking or chasing results in such a rapid way that we compromise any of that uh, integrity. And so, yes, do I believe that one day this will be a fully-fledged you know, label that can support artists at various stages of their career um, in many different ways and that it can expand to do more for Marriott than just what it does now? Yes. It's a question of let's do it right and let's make sure that we continue to put the artists first and, and be able to still give them value. Mm -hmm. 
from somebody who has a company called Giant Step. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's start with Baby Step. So I agree with uh, Pamela. That's that's great. And so um, <clears throat> I guess um, you know these artists that you have right now have such unique sounds. Um, what do you think that says for W as a brand? I mean, is there a sound that you you think you know um, you would associate with W and, and W Hotels, um, or you know, or can you not really say you know, given that you know there is such range in the artists that you're working with? I think the sound of W is as complex as the purpose of your travel. So, you travel, you may stay at an escape. In, in Punta de Mita, or Costa Rica, or Koh Samui, or Goa, and, and you need a soundtrack for that stay. You may be um, staying in a hotel, and you walk in, and the living room is your first experience of that hotel. And then later that day, you go to work out in the gym. What is the soundtrack for those two stages? You may be riding in the lift up to the 12th floor. What is the soundtrack to that stay? You may be in the room by yourself and contemplating, looking out you know, the window. What is the soundtrack to that, to that moment? You may be celebrating an anniversary um, or a life cycle event, or you may be with the loved one. What is the soundtrack to that moment in the room at that time? Uh, you may be at wet deck, you know, bathing in the sun, enjoying the vibes and the cocktails. What is the soundtrack to them? So the, co the question is as complex as every travel moment that we hope to, to be part of. And so um, I think it's very limiting when we look at uh, a specific uh, type of uh, genre, especially in the context of how global W is. And when I travel, one of the things that is so exciting is how W has been able to maintain a global relevance. I was recently at W Costa Rica uh, and the sound uh, we were in the middle of the jungle to some extent, and the sound was relevant. So what is that sound? Mm -hmm. and, 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 <laughs> and for the, for the label, I mean, we talked um, early on, Pablo and I, a lot about what is the sound of W Records. Mm -hmm. And um, we, a lot of back and forth, and we decided it's not about the sound, it's about the vibe. It has to be a vibe um, because you know, when I've told people that W uh, has done a record label, a lot of people have gone, oh, is it sort of DJ, EDM, orientated sort of sound? What people would associate with sort of the, uh, the older sound of, of the brand? I'm like, no, it, you're, you're totally off. And we, we want to be surprising people with the artists we're working with, but the quality and the vibe has to be there. So it's more a philosophy than an actual sound. That's great. Anything that you wanted to add, Megan? Oh, I mean, I think no. they've said it all. You know, okay. I think, I think, um, I think good taste, and you know, someone with distinguishing taste—that's that's the customer. And I think the the choices for the record label have been, you know, the same. Great, great. Now, Morris, over the years, Giant Step has grown from an underground club to record label and marketing firm. So. What was that like, and what learnings have you been able to take from that in working with, you know, W Label as as it's an in, in its infancy? Well, first of all, um, the music business has changed. I mean, it's it's a, when I entered the business um, a long time ago, uh, LG and I were sort of laughing about this 
when she was telling me about the companies that she was working at that I actually remember. Um, it's a whole different landscape. It's, it's, you know, it's changed so much. Um, but certain things have always stayed the same. Good music, uh, having a vision, uh, and sticking with that vision. Um, so um, it's been an interesting experience in the fact, um, you know, getting back into the more traditional side of the business uh, working on this project and seeing how the industry has changed so much and the new opportunities that have arisen out of digital uh, music. You now can get your music globally experienced uh, in a flash, whereas uh, in the old days, it was all about physical distribution, which was very, very challenging and very expensive, and you needed a lot of partners in order to do that. Um, but I think one of the main things uh, that I've learned about um, how to create an experience around, uh, for, for a brand around music is it has to be something that gives the artist something. It can't be just led by what the brand wants to get out of it. The brand has to position itself as an enabler within the relationship. If it can do that and create a comfortable space for the artist to create, you're going to have a willing partner and you're going to create magic. And you know, I, I, that's something we have tried to do with this project and that's something that's been learned over a period of time. I think that that's great. You bring up an interesting point about change and how the music industry has really evolved. And, and I think, Megan, I know you've worked with a lot of indie artists and, you know, people aren't buying records and CDs and things like that. You know, everything's digital and sometimes artists need to license out music for commercial usage or partner with a bigger brand. And so how do you work with artists too and, um, and get them to either, you know, feel like that's a good move or to do it tastefully. Um, you know, how have you seen th that change? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody in this room would probably agree that, you know, gone are sort of the days where artists say, I'm never gonna work with any brands because those, you know, those revenue streams from recorded music are so different. Um, and so artists have to look at those things differently. Um, I think, you know, the key to, to brand partnerships has to be that they are authentic and give you more than just a financial contribution to your, your life. Otherwise, it will come off as insincere. And I think what both Pablo and Morris have touched on is sort of this, this ability to amplify what an artist is doing. For, for instance, with W Records, we're not necessarily working with artists while they're in the core months of their album release or their album cycle. We're catching them in this sort of quieter period where they kind of still need to build a marketing bridge and be active. And we're able to partner with them and do that. If you like this episode, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. Are you looking for interesting travel stories or tips for your next adventure to make it more memorable? Visit traveler.marriott.com.